to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What is going on? I'm so excited to chat with you today. This topic is definitely one that will be emotional for some of you. You might feel like you're being called out. You might not be ready to hear it. You might be ready to hear it. But regardless, we are talking about caffeine and the effects that it actually has on your nervous system, which will therefore impact your hormones and your fertility. And I'm always gonna keep it real with you. You know that if you've been here for a while, and I'm gonna say things that other people won't say, because there are a lot of professionals that won't talk to you about the negative effects that coffee actually does have on your body. And the reason why they won't talk about that is because it's such a, it's such a form of connection in our society and our culture. It's something that people have a really big emotional attachment attachment to. It's just really intertwined with ritual. It's something that people have just like a really big hold on that. They're like, don't talk about my coffee. Don't take my coffee away from me or my pre-workout. Like So there's a lot of people that aren't going to talk about that with you, but I'm not here to tell you what you want to hear. I'm here to tell you what you need to know to best support you on your healing and your fertility journey, because I love you and I know what's going to best support your hormones and your healing journey. And I want you to have all the information possible so that you can make an informed decision about what's best for you. And before we get into it, I need to tell you that I used to be this person. Okay. So I don't want you to think that I'm sitting here and I'm like, I never loved coffee. I never Never had caffeine. Like, no, I was obsessed. Okay. I, I haven't had coffee or, well, I never had pre-workout. I knew that was a scheme right from the beginning. There's absolutely no reason why you should be spiking your cortisol with caffeine before a workout that is fully to make money and to make you think that you're going to get a better workout to brainwash you. It's absolutely not needed. But anyway, I was a coffee drinker. Since I started in college and then I stopped in 2014, I stopped cold turkey. I haven't had coffee, any caffeine since I've randomly had some like matchas, maybe like literally five times since 2014. So like, I really don't have any caffeine anymore, but I used to have it all the time. I would have a huge mug full. I had a friend's mug at the time. I remember Um, This was after college when I was teaching. I would have a huge mug full with my vanilla creamer in there before work. I would have another mug full after work before I went to go waitressing because I was doing both jobs at the time. And then in college, I remember having, they were called Frios. I went to Cortland. They were called Frios. I would get an extra shot of espresso. And I was talking about this on Instagram and it was like such a big topic, which is why I'm like, okay, I have to turn this into a podcast episode. And as I was talking about this, one of my friends from college who we were, we had the same major, we were both went to school to be Spanish teachers. We studied abroad together. So we were always doing work together. She was like, I remember us sitting in the library, getting hopped up on these espressos to attempt to write a paper in Spanish on a book we never actually read. So I was that person. Okay. And I loved it, but there came a time when I asked myself and it was around that 2013, 2014 mark when I was teaching and I was just realizing like, 
I wasn't actually feeling good after I was consuming the coffee. And I asked myself, is this actually supporting my body? And the answer was super clear. It really wasn't. It was just something that was a habit. It was something that I thought that you just did in the morning. Everyone just woke up and had coffee and like that was what it was. And like if you're an adult and you're working and you're doing all these things, you just need to have caffeine to survive. Like that's literally what I thought and I just like fell into that pattern. But I was the person where I actually felt like shaky after, not immediately, but sometimes, sometimes immediately, sometimes a little bit after. I would feel on edge. I felt like I was never actually rested. Like I would wake up in the morning still tired, which it puts you in this pattern of needing needing the caffeine to keep you going, I really felt like it was a crutch and it wasn't giving me true sustainable energy, which is what I really craved. When I compare the energy I have now to the energy I had then from having caffeine, there's no comparison. It is completely different. The energy that you get from caffeine isn't actually energy. It's like jolting your system. It's not really giving you the kind of energy you're craving, but it's just what people are used to. And it's this pattern that we get into. And then on top of it, at the time when I was thinking about getting rid of caffeine and I was really assessing my relationship with it, this is also when my periods were totally out of whack. They were completely irregular. Like if you've been here for a while, you've, you've known this. If you're new around here, I had an irregular period for literally decades and I went missing for two years. So it was right around this time that I was realizing like all this stuff kind of after college came about. No wonder because I completely abused my liver. Um, but that's besides point. I was having digestive issues, monthly migraines, excess facial hair, all of the things were happening at this time. And I'm not saying that cutting out caffeine solved all my problems. Like it's never just one thing. It's everyone will always think like, Oh, what's the one magic thing. It's never just one thing. It's a culmination of things. It's consistency. It's just changing your lifestyle over time. But I am saying it was definitely an integral piece to the puzzle. And with my clients, it is a huge piece to the puzzle, especially those of you who are experiencing painful periods, acne, migraines, low fertility, like these are, or even anxiety, that 3 p.m. crash, not feeling like you're ever getting rested. Like it is so, so, so important. So, We are going to dive into it. Now, I want you to keep an open mind, and I just want you to really be honest with yourself when we're talking about this, okay? Because here's the thing. I know that so many of you are taking your supplements. Maybe you have purchased the supplement protocol and you're like really getting them all in. You're getting good sleep. You're exercising. You're having your blood sugar balancing meals. You're tracking your basal body temperature. You're having your lemon water in the morning. And you're doing all of these things that are supporting your health. And on top of that, you're also consuming pre-workout or coffee. And even if it's after breakfast, which we have talked about that being more beneficial than having it on empty stomach, but you're doing these things or any type of caffeine, even soda, whatever it is, on a consistent daily basis. And if you're doing that while you're also doing the other things to support your hormones, but you're still having caffeine on a consistent daily basis, you're negating some of the work that you're actually putting in. You're counteracting all of the positive effects those those habits actually have in your body. Is it completely wiping them out? No, of course not. It's not like, okay, let me just throw those habits out then. Obviously not. But what's happening is that you're essentially throwing a wrench into your system. And why is that? Because here's the deal with caffeine that people are not going to talk about because it's such a freaking cultural thing, but I am. Hello, here we go. Let's go. Caffeine will deplete you of nutrients. Coffee really specifically depletes you of nutrients. 
nutrients that are needed to support and produce certain hormones. And obviously, if you are unable to have a high and therapeutic amount of nutrients in your body, even if you're taking the supplements, it's kind of wiping it out because it's depleting you of nutrients. And if you're depleted of nutrients, your body's obviously not going to be able to produce its own natural energy. It's also not going to be able to produce hormones that you actually need, like sex hormones that you actually need to have a healthy period, to have a healthy reproduction, to have healthy fertility, to just feel good, right? So of course we don't want to be doing anything that's depleting you of nutrients, and that's exactly what coffee is doing. It also, caffeine in general, spikes your cortisol. Obviously, that's what it's doing. That's how it's making you feel awake. And when things are spiking your cortisol, it has an adverse effect on your entire nervous system. And your nervous system is tightly connected to your endocrine system, which is the hormonal system, which is your hormonal system. That's exactly what it is, okay? It's a series of glands that goes throughout your body that controls the production of hormones, secretion of hormones, all things hormones, okay? And when this is happening and your cortisol is spiked and your nervous system is affected, it can delay your ovulation. It could turn off your ovulation. And when that happens, it's obviously going to decrease your amount of progesterone levels because ovulation is what produces progesterone. And progesterone is the hormone needed to hold on to and nourish a pregnancy. It's also the hormone needed to prevent PMS, to support your metabolism, your thyroid, your hair, your skin, your bones, to help prevent osteoporosis and endometrial cancer and heart disease later in life, it's extremely important. And this is twofold. So if you are continuously spiking your cortisol and your nervous system is dysregulated, it can in and of itself just delay your ovulation or turn off your ovulation because when your body is stressed out, and again, your body isn't going to know the difference between being stressed out from over-caffeinated or being stressed out from getting chased by a tiger, it doesn't think it's a safe time to have a baby. And if you're like, Corinne, I don't care. I'm not trying to have a baby. That's cool. Amazing. But your body doesn't know the difference. So it's going to turn off your ovulation or delay it to protect you. And when that happens, you're not continuously producing progesterone. And the other side of this is when our cortisol levels are increased over time and they're chronically high from having caffeine, from being stressed out, from lack of sleep, from maybe blood sugar, um, dysregulated meals, all these things that actually increase our cortisol levels, it naturally lowers your progesterone levels because your body, in order to continuously produce cortisol, uses progesterone to produce more cortisol. So that's another way that it's lowering your progesterone levels. So this is greatly going to impact your PMS. It's greatly going to impact your fertility. And on top of it, it's going to mess up the ratio to pro- uh, the ratio of estrogen to progesterone because your estrogen and progesterone are like yin and yang. They work together. They're like BFFs. They have to be in a good ratio. And if our progesterone levels are tanked from, you know, obviously there's so many other things that go into it, but we're talking about caffeine specifically right now, from this happening, then your estrogen levels are going to be in excess in relation to your progesterone levels. And this is going to cause those symptoms of excess estrogen. It's going to cause hormonal imbalances, okay? Again, those symptoms can present themselves as irregular periods, as cramps, as migraines, as headaches, as breast tenderness, as PMS, as mood swings, as um, water retention before you get your period. Like These are all the things that can be caused from this. 
Okay, so as we're talking about your nervous system and depleting you of nutrients and all these things about your cortisol levels and caffeine, I want to make sure that you are aware of this company that is really freaking amazing. They have specified, personalized, high-quality supplementation that is going to support your gut health. And I feel like, Corinne, what does my gut have anything to do with how I'm feeling or have anything to do with my cortisol levels? It has everything to do with it, okay? It is connected to literally everything in your body. So if you're someone that is working on your hormones, your fertility, your periods, your nervous system, literally anything, immune system, your moods, whatever it is, your gut is essential part of it. Of course, there are nutrition and lifestyle steps to be taken in order to support your gut, but there are also a lot of amazing supplements that can help you. And the reason why I love Gut Personal and brought them on as a sponsor of the show is because I obviously use them. I would never bring on a sponsor that I don't personally use in my body, recommend to all my friends, all my family, all my clients, all the things. Me and my husband have been taking these products for months and have seen incredible results. So I wanted to make sure that I brought them to you and got you a sweet discount so you can check them out because I'm such a huge proponent of gut healing and it's really, really important. So if you go to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne, they have a quiz you could take. It's totally free where you could pinpoint some of the symptoms that you're experiencing and it will uh, it will like go back to the root cause of it and they will recommend specific supplements that are going to help heal whatever issue you are experiencing. And the reason why they're able to do that is because this company is founded and run by functional registered dietitians who have been specializing in gut health for years. So they know what's up. So if you are experiencing constipation or bloating or headaches or um, any any type of hormonal issue, if you're experiencing, uh, what is it called? Acid reflux. I'm like, what is that called? Acid reflux, anything like that. I highly recommend you go check out gutpersonal.com slash Corinne. Take that free quiz. See what supplements come up for you. The ones that I love and I take, again, this might be different for you. Well, the vitamin D and the magnesium is for literally everybody. So highly recommend their vitamin D and their magnesium bisglycinate. It is so absorbable. Your poop and your sleep will never be the same. Highly recommend that. And the other ones that I've taken are the soother, the healer. They have such incredible products, but go ahead, check it out. Take their quiz. See which products come up for you. If you have any questions at all, please let me know. I would love to support you in that. And when you go to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne and you put in code Corinne at checkout, C-O-R-I-N-N-E, you get a sweet discount. So that is that. Let's get back into today's show. So now you might be someone, okay, like because everybody has a different threshold of what their nervous system and what their body can withstand, right? Everybody, of course, is different. So there could be some people who really, like, maybe you don't have any hormonal issue whatsoever, which you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you don't, but like, let's just say, I just want to point this out. You have zero hormonal issues whatsoever. You don't have any of the hormone imbalance symptoms. And again, hormone imbalance symptoms are not just related to your period. Okay. It's the fatigue. Um, it could be weight gain, inability to lose weight, headaches, migraines, bloating, constipation, all those things. Okay. You don't have any issues like that. You have excellent gut health. You feel super well rested when you wake up. You feel energized. You don't feel any addiction or reliance on caffeine or, and you also don't feel any negative effects of it. Like you don't experience any anxiety or shakiness or brain fog or energy crash. Then maybe your body has the ability to handle the stress of caffeine, right? And, and there could be some people where that is the case. But for most people, that's not the case. 
And you know your body best, right? I'm not in your body. I'm not sitting there with you. I don't know what symptoms you may or may not be experiencing, but only you know if taking a look at your caffeine intake is something you desire doing to accelerate and to increase the effectiveness of your healing journey while in the process, of course, supporting your period, your energy, your fertility in the process. And if you're already doing so many amazing things to improve your health, why reduce their benefits by having caffeine on a consistent basis? And someone actually commented, because I did a reel on this on Instagram, which if we're not connected over there, come hang out at Corinne Angelica. I'm always popping off over there. But someone commented like, no, I hate when people tell me to give up caffeine, which I wasn't telling you to give up caffeine, number one. But anyway, I hate when people tell me to give up caffeine. It's my one indulgence. Like I love it so much. Da, 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 da cool. You do you. Like, obviously it's up to you, whatever, however you want to live your life. And I get it. We all want indulgences here and there. And also dark chocolate, which someone else mentioned this also on Instagram, dark chocolate is caffeine as well. Obviously it does not have even close to the amount that coffee has. So it's not like it's going to impact you like that unless you're having like three bars of chocolate a day. But I, I understand that emotional attachment and that it's like, oh, but it's, it's my vice. It's my, um, it's my indulgence, but also it's like, if that's how you're thinking about it, anything that we feel a really big reliance on, or we have this really like emotional attachment to it and we get defensive and we get like, no, 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 not my coffee, like, or whatever it is, my pre-workout. If we have that type of reaction to whatever it is, that to me, whenever I have a reaction to something like that, I'm like, okay, this is my opportunity to look deeper into this because why does it trigger me so much? Why is this something I'm so reliant on? Why do I feel like I I can't go without it? What is it going to do to me emotionally if I do? So if you are having those feelings, I will invite you to take a deeper look at the emotional side of it because all this is emotional side of it. I mean, it's it's 100% not something that's supporting your body. It's not like your body is like, oh yes, give me more of that. Like it's craving like dark leafy greens or whatever. Like, no, that's not what it is. It's if you are craving it, it's your brain because it's your brain is used to that jolt and that's what's probably having you go back more and more and more and more. It's not your body actually needing it. So it's always an emotional attachment. So whenever we have an emotional attachment to something, it's our opportunity to actually look deeper into it. Okay. So that is what I will say about that. Now, if you are somebody, again, I want to talk about the nervous system side of this because we have an autonomic nervous system. That's our entire nervous system. And then we have two sides to it. We have the parasympathetic, which is the rest and digest, which is what we want to be in most of the time. And then we have the sympathetic, which is the fight or flight, which we don't want to be in. Obviously we're going to be in it sometimes and we need it obviously, because if we're standing in the middle of the road and we see a car coming, our fight or flight kicks into like, Oh my God, like let's run and get out of the way. So like we need it, but we don't want to be in it all the time. And the more that we could be in that parasympathetic rest and digest mode, the more that your body is able to heal. Your body does not heal in sympathetic fight or flight mode because it's not worried about healing. It's worried about keeping you alive. So the more that we could be in the parasympathetic rest and digest mode, the more that we can heal, the better our hormones will be, the better our periods will be, the better your fertility will be, the better our moods will be, the better our overall health and wellness will be. And caffeine takes you out of parasympathetic mode because it's spiking your cortisol. It's putting you in fight or flight mode. So we have to just acknowledge that this is what's actually happening when you do have that pre-workout. Even if you have it after your breakfast, it's still jolting your cortisol levels. When you have that cup of coffee, whether it's before or after breakfast. I hope it's at least after breakfast to help your blood sugar a little bit. 
But again, it's not completely negating it, but that's something that you could do to just, I guess, reduce the benefits of at least it not completely sabotaging your blood sugar. I have a whole nother podcast episode on that specifically. I'll link it below. But what I really want to talk to you about is when you give up caffeine for long enough, your nervous system will regulate out and it will generate its own natural energy, which is like so much better than artificial spikes that are taxing out your adrenals, giving you that jolt, putting you in fight or flight mode, and ultimately causing way more harm than good in the long term. So if you are someone right now who you're really committed, you're like, I'm really committed to improving my health right now. Like I'm so tired of feeling tired. I don't want to have these cramps anymore. I don't want to have these uh, migraines. I'm so sick of it. I'm really working on my fertility. I really want to get pregnant. Like if you're you're doing all of these things, I would urge you to look into your caffeine consumption. And some people will be like, oh, but I'm only having it once a day. Okay. That's better than three or four times a day for sure. But what if I said, okay, but I'm only having Wendy's or McDonald's once a day. I was having it three times a day. Now I'm only having it once a day. Okay. For sure. It's better than having it three times a day, but is it actually great that you're having it once a day? No, it's still affecting you. And this is where I'm going to be honest with you. And other people be like, okay, great. Just your one cup of coffee. Like you're fine. You're good to go. It's not, it's just throwing a wrench in your system. And I'm just telling you this because I want you to have the information and I want you to feel your best. And I know you're going to feel better. And this doesn't mean that you can never have caffeine again. You can never have pre-workout. You can never have coffee again, but But the longer that you go without it, the more your body is going to be able to heal and the more that it could be just a random thing that you have here and there. And that's when it's not going to be something that you number one, rely on and not something that's going to completely tax out your system all the time. Okay. So what I want to ask you is, is it time for you to take an honest look at your relationship with caffeine? And only, you know, the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that. I know that you know the answer to that. I know that your intuition is telling you whether it's a yes or a no. And I'm hoping that you're going to listen to whatever the answer that pops up. And if it is time for you to have an honest look at your relationship with caffeine, are you willing to make the change your body will benefit from? Because I never said it's going to be easy. It's 100% not going to be easy to do anything like that but I know that it will be worth it. And there are so many alternatives on the market now, like Four Sigmatic, Dandy Tea. Um, uh, what is the other one? Oh, shoot. Um, da, 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 da. Dandy Tea, Four Sigmatic. I should have wrote this down beforehand, but I usually could rile them off. Oh, um, oh my gosh. I'll put it in the show notes. I can't think of it right now. Dandy Tea, Four Sigmatic. Oh, Ticino. Ticino is like a tea brand that like has kind of like coffee tasting things. But anyway, there's so many alternatives on the market. There are ways for you to get around it if it's something that you really want to do. So are you willing to make the change your body will benefit from? I hope that this episode really opened your mind to certain things and just had you take a look at things that you maybe haven't looked at before, because that's what I really want to do on this podcast. I want to open your mind to certain things. I want you to look at your relationship with things because that's, what's going to make the biggest difference. So let me know if this hit home with you. I would love if you could share this on your Instagram story and tag me or message me on Instagram. Let me know how this hit home with you, what your thoughts are. This was such a huge conversation when I talked about it over there. So I I would love to hear what your thoughts are. And before I let you go, I totally forgot to mention this. 
If you haven't already heard about this, I am running a free masterclass this month. And if you're listening to this in real time, it's going to be on November 22nd, um, but it is going to be recorded. So you could probably get access to it after, but it's all about strengthening your body for pregnancy and five strategies that are really going to help support your body for a safe and healthy pregnancy. So if you are someone right now who is in the process of trying to conceive, maybe you just started, maybe you've been trying for four more months, or you're going to be trying to conceive soon, this is the masterclass for you. So all the information is in the show notes. I just wanted to make sure that I mentioned it because it is coming up and I cannot wait. I love connecting with you outside of this podcast. It's going to be so freaking amazing. So if that is you right now, I hope to see you there. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for being on this journey with me as always. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.